The Alternative Experience Podcast. Hey guys, how you doing? Thanks for tuning in. Um, Just a real quick one. Apologies, not really prepared anything. Um, All it was this morning, I woke up uh, to a notification on my phone um, just about a an article that had come up, which was quite interesting. Now, any of you guys that have um, followed me for any amount of time will know that we did a podcast probably about five or six months ago, um, actually a YouTube podcast this was, uh, with regards to COVID-19 and vitamin D3 supplementation. Uh, now, obviously, it was just um, something I'd put together from papers I had read, uh, a bit of hypothesis, and also just trying to use my newly acquired skills to uh, to, to sort of, uh, yeah, to work out what I thought was the reason for COVID-19. Um, like I say, only a complimentary medical associate uh, or practitioner. I'm not a, a qualified doctor. However, today there has been uh, an article that's come out which has basically confirmed what we've been saying since, uh, since about March, April time. Um, frustrating because obviously... It does seem that many, many, many lives could have been saved and, and sort of many people that are currently suffering with the aftermath of this this vile disease um, probably didn't need to go through it. However, uh, as I say, this isn't a time to gloat. This isn't a time to, uh, to sort of uh, uh, stand on your soapbox. But I do want to get this message out to as many people as possible. Now, the original podcast was also to, to try and sort of get as many of you out there just to, to, to start taking D3 because whether it's proved correct or not, Vitamin D3 is good for you, so it can't hurt, so why not do it? So I'm just hoping this one uh, will actually get more of you to really sort of go out and take uh, take the action uh, that we've been suggesting for months now. So what was the story? So basically what's happened, uh, earlier in this summer, uh, a supercomputer called The Summit, which is based in Oak Ridge National Laboratory in Tennessee, um, started to crunch data on more than 40,000 genes from over 17,000 genetic samples, specifically to try and better understand COVID-19. Now, uh, for a bit of context, Summit is the second fastest computer in the world. Um, However, the process that they were going through involved analysing over two and a half billion genetic combinations, so it took well over a week to complete this. Uh, However, when Summit was done with its uh, its analysing, the researchers looked at the results and, and said, in it, basically in the words of the, the lead researcher, Dr. Daniel Jacobson, he's also chief scientist for computational systems biology at Oak Ridge. They had a eureka moment. Excuse me. Uh, now, the body, the computer revealed a new theory, well, they call it a new theory about COVID-19, but like I've already said, this is not a new theory. This is just something that uh, the mainstream have only just begun to, to sort of take seriously. Um, but their new theory was something called the Bradakinin hypothesis. Now, this hypothesis provides a model uh, that explains um, most of the aspects of COVID-19, including some of the really bizarre symptoms. But it also suggested over 10 potential treatments, uh, many of which have already got FDA approval um, that could actually help um, with COVID-19. Now, they've actually published their results in a paper called uh, the journal eLife, and this was actually published back in early July. Um, which, again, why is it not really being shouted from the rooftops to people? Very, very strange. Anyway, so according to their findings, um, a COVID-19 infection generally begins uh, when the virus enters the body um, through something called ACE2 receptors. Thank you, thank you. I I told you, I I don't want to gloat. 
uh, yeah, ACE2 receptors initially in the nose because there is a, a an abundance of these receptors in this area. Now, when the, when they've actually done this, they then start to proceed through the body, entering cells in all other places where ACE2 is present. So that includes uh, your heart, uh, your kidneys, and your intestines. And actually, the hypothesis is this is likely uh, accounts for at least some of the diseases, sort of cardiac and GI symptoms. Uh, so it kind of makes a bit of sense there. Um, however, once it's in the system, it doesn't stop there. Things things start to get interesting, but also bloody scary, to be quite honest. Um, according to the, the data uh, that they analysed, that COVID-19 doesn't just infect cells um, that already sort of express lots of ACE2. Uh, what it actually does is it actively uh, hijacks the body's systems and then tricks it into upregulating ACE2 receptors in areas where they, they don't usually express high numbers. It's normally low levels, and that includes the lungs. So uh, a hypothesis that they used in the paper, which I thought was really good, and I'm going to steal it, um, is, is if COVID-19 was a burglar uh, that slipped into your house on a second floor uh, and started to ransack it, uh, however, once they were inside, they didn't just take your stuff. They then opened every other door, every other window, so that their accomplices can come in and help to pillage more efficiently. Um, that's that's basically a very good analogy. Now, I, I watch a lot of the Vikings, absolutely love that show, and I just couldn't help thinking about the Vikings when they first started coming over and raiding the UK. Kind of the same thing. Uh, COVID-19 is like a, a ravenous uh, Viking um, pillaging the, uh, the, the the sort of shores of the UK back in the uh, the early sort of whatever 10th century or whatever um but anyway the the, the renin antiogenesis system the ras system again which we mentioned in our previous uh, podcast that actually controls uh, many of the aspects of your circulatory system and that actually includes the body's level of this uh, chemical called bradykinin and that normally helps to regulate your blood pressure so according to their analysis um, when the virus tweaks the ras it causes the body's mechanisms for re- uh, regulating bradykinin to go haywire so bradykinin receptors are then resensitized and the body stops effectively breaking it down. Now, ACE normally degrades bradykinin, but when the virus downregulates it, it can't do this effectively. Um, basically, what the end result of this is, uh, is, is that there's, there's a release of what we call a bradykinin storm, which is a massive runaway buildup of bradykinin in the body. And according to the, the hypothesis, um, it's actually this storm that is ultimately responsible for many of uh, COVID-19's deadly effects. Uh, now, their team also said that in the paper that uh, the pathology of COVID-19 is likely the result of the bradykinin storm rather than cytokine storms, which has obviously been uh, previously identified. And it's something we've obviously touched on as well in our show. Um, but there are actually other papers out there that have also identified bradykinin storms as the possible co- uh, cause of COVID-19. So... I mean, there's more to go through on this, but I really, the, the whole point of me doing this today is, number one, to say that um, we were correct, which obviously makes me feel great because it means that I, I am reading these papers and I am, I am understanding them. It's not, uh, uh, it's not something that, um, uh, that uh, obviously I've had much confidence in, but now these sort of things sort of science validate our theories, which is amazing. But the main reason for this is just to get it out to you guys. Get your vitamin D3 in your system now. Uh, I've been taking an extremely high dosage for the last uh, few months purely because I suffer from chest infections. Uh, I've been taking 10,000 IUs, which is too much. I've now reduced that down to 2,500. But you should all be taking two to 2,500 IUs of vitamin D3 a day, especially in countries like the UK where uh, sunshine is at a premium. 
Um, again, even if it uh, ended up that this wasn't the case, vitamin D3 is not harmful to the body. It only does good stuff. So add it to your system, and um, I'm pretty certain it's going to help you. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, just wanted to get that out there to you guys. Obviously, if you've got any questions, queries, or comments at all, um, contact us at the normal uh, sort of email address, which is nick, N-I-K, at naturalhealthalternatives.co.uk. Um, if you could do me a favor, be kind, guys. Like, share, review this podcast. Let's get this message out there to as many people as possible. Um, and as always, really appreciate you tuning in. Hope you learned something new. We'll speak to you in the next podcast. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.